Welcome to the She's All That video podcast, inspiring, entertaining conversations with women doing awesome shit, making change, and living life their way. Conversations that'll leave you thinking, damn, I'm glad I heard that. I'm September Smith, and this week I'm changing up the format a bit to talk about seven women entrepreneurs and how their 2020 business stories paint a picture of what was and what's to come for small business, online or otherwise. She's all that. And all in the context of the disproportionate economic impact on women last year, a far-reaching yet underreported issue. Keep listening to this short episode for the background, the stories, and the three key takeaways for small businesses going forward. She's all that. So, 2020, WTF. Skipping over most of what I could say about last year, it was the year that I met some incredible, courageous women doing some pretty awesome shit. And it was also the year that I thought for about the thousandth time, oh my God, why don't more people know about these women, the cool stuff they're doing and the impact that they're having? Because most of the real rock star people that I meet aren't really the ones that are self-advertised as I'm a rock star. It occurred to me, these women need their story told. There are people out there who need them for their knowledge, their energy, and if nothing else, just for the inspiration. And that's where the She's All That podcast came from. These women that I'm going to tell you about today, all of them are entrepreneurs. All of them are true 2020 stories. The impacts that the events of last year had on these women, it tells the story of the people, the small businesses and the rise in entrepreneurship in 2020. Each of them were all trying to ride the ongoing shitstream of 2020 as they either started their businesses by necessity or choice, pivoted their business focus to serve the tidal wave, or modified their operations to deal with the new limitations and restrictions on how they could do their business. One, just one of those women were already pretty much operating in a way that was pandemic proof. And her operations give us a glimpse into what a resilient, future-ready business model could look like. Before I dive into sharing their stories, I want to lay down a little bit of context about last year that brought us to what economists are calling the she session. And it's info that often gets lost in the insane news cycles that we've had in the last year. Here's a taste of how COVID impacted women's careers, employment, and finances, their lives. Estimates are that women's gains in the workforce have been set back more than a decade. And some estimates say that that could be as much as three decades. We're talking 1990 level of women's status in the workplace. There are 2.2 million fewer women in the workforce now than there were this time last year. And let that sink in. This is not because they suddenly no longer needed money. In the month of September alone, 865,000 women left the workforce. Not unrelated, the average working mother, single or otherwise, saw an additional 27 hours added to her week in new child and educator-related responsibilities. In a study by Lean In, one in four women reported they were, they were faced with downsizing their careers or leaving the workforce altogether as a result of the COVID crisis. Even for women who kept their employment, 37% of those had pay cuts at some point last year. And less than half of those women, 44%, have had that pay returned to the level it was. For all working women, their hours and their pay 
dropped by an average of 19%. And God help you if you're one of those over 50, because if you lost your job, it's estimated that over half of those women will never be reemployed, which would explain the avalanche of new female entrepreneurs in the online space. Having set that stage, I want to give you a glimpse of these women's pandemic entrepreneurial journeys. Keep in mind, these women are not tech wizards. They're not marketing mavens. They're not coming packing business degrees. They are just experts in their field needing to make it work and doing it their way. Janelle Benjamin came to my notice last summer as she was rapidly building her new solo consultancy as a diversity, equity, and inclusion expert after she'd been phased out of a municipal DEI initiative because, as we keep seeing even now in 2021, that racism thing is over, right? Taking all of her education, her experience, and her skills, she DIY'd her new consultancy business to help organizations efficiently implement their own unique solutions. And since research just keeps showing us that the lack of diversity and equity in a given business really impacts their bottom line, you need a solution. Not content with just learning the entrepreneurial ropes and building her own company, Janelle has also launched her own YouTube channel, White and Woke at Work, interviewing white allies about issues of race in the workplace. Tara Thompson also popped up on my radar last summer, soon after the George Floyd murders and the subsequent summer of protest. This heightened moment of focus on the deprivations imposed by racism spurred Tara to leave her position at a for-profit hospital to use her talents as a prenatal educator, a certified nursing assistant, and a doula to create not one, but three business services to make a difference in the appalling situation of maternal mortality and to help new mothers-to-be have a safe birth and have the best start for their baby. Tara now delivers prenatal education and mentoring online. She's created an, an amazing subscription box service for pregnant women to give them just the products and the items that they need for each one of their trimesters and in their postnatal period. And horrified by the role that food insecurity plays in the high maternal mortality numbers, Tara even launched a growing charity to help bring food to these new mothers at risk. Like so many people whose businesses were based on live events, Susan Bowman had been running her outdoor adventures and retreats for women in Montana until the world pandemic brought all that to a screeching halt. Losing income, a lifestyle, and a business model, combined with a marked lack of enthusiasm for tech, Susan kept her Facebook community going, modeling to all of us, people who are now suddenly stress and anxiety-ridden, just how we could be getting out into nature to stay healthy and to stay sane during this pandemic. And by autumn, Susan had harnessed technology to bring her clients digital products around their outdoor adventures and virtual outdoor teaching events, even a virtual how to snowshoe event that's happening this winter. Who saw that coming? Lori Stewart actually was an early COVID patient with debilitating effects that lasted many months. And she saw her life and her business hugely impacted. As a naturopathic nutritionist and as a wellness consultant, one of her decades-long income streams, that as an ambassador for a highly regarded health supplement company, suddenly dried up. Their response to 2020 was to overhaul their sales model, essentially wiping out income for a huge number of women in the industry. Left with what had been a largely face-to-face -face consultancy, Lori had to retool to add online consultations with her clients to her business model and figure out how to market this virtually. Tasha Bennett, who had already suffered her own career setbacks due to physical injury in a pair of traffic accidents, 
had found authorship, online publishing, and in 2020, she published her fourth self-help book, Depression During COVID. She added online coaching, and in the dying days of 2020, just after being on my podcast, Tasha decided that would be a perfect addition to her business model and how she would help her clients, and she has founded her own podcast. I said it with no edit. Caroline Ferguson is a CEO, a mindset trainer, and a cognitive behavioral hypnotherapist, and she saw her business go almost exclusively online, which worked with her intended year that she had planned to travel around the UK, a year of adventure. Well, COVID brought its own brand of adventure to Caroline's life and all of us. And in addition, she had the back and forth of having to help elderly parents in Scotland with their struggle with the lockdowns. Through all of this, she diversified her income streams with an entry into property rentals and all the while working with her clients online. Heidi Hackler, author and holistic health coach, was the entrepreneur most prepared for what 2020 threw at us. For the last seven years, Heidi has lived aboard and run her business from her 40-foot sailboat off the Pacific coast of Mexico. She's done all this online for years, and she offers programs, consultations, and reps aligned to supplements that she recommends for her clients. And she does all this from the galley of her sailboat. When the necessity for isolation arose, Heidi and her husband, Kirk, were already well set up to do this, able to independently live aboard with storage for all of the food and goods that they would need for weeks of isolation at a time and stay in touch with all of her clients. From my experience in the online business world last year, as well as the conversations with these six women, there are a couple of takeaways that I have. And those would be, you need to have more than one stream of income. You need to be ready to overcome your issue with tech and get your business online. And lastly, you need to be creative, resilient, and flexible to meet the demands of business today. And all these women did just that. Business is not what it was even just one year ago, and we're not going back. These gals were up for the challenge. Check out their individual episodes to get a taste of She's these women and the conversations that we had around their business and the issues that impacted their lives last year. And if you want to get in touch with any of them, each one of their episodes has that woman's contact information in the notes in both YouTube and in the podcast. Thanks so much for being here with me. And let's hope that 2021 is not nearly as colorful as last year was. She's